You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, June 1st. Registration for UC Tech 2022 is officially open, so there's no time like the present to secure your spot. Remember, you can register for in-person or virtual attendance, whichever you prefer. To register, go to our old friend uctech.ucsd.edu and click on any of the many registration links available throughout the site. And keep in mind that in-person attendance is limited, so that is a good incentive to pre-register now. In other news, there's also a new Learning Boost series coming up. Unfamiliar with this? It's basically an interesting series of talks sponsored by UC San Diego Human Resources, where you can get the chance to meet leaders, dreamers, innovators, and change champions one talk at a time. So, if you have some free time, Friday, June 3rd, from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., you can hear from Ashley Gamhir, Senior Director of Transformation at UC San Diego Health. Her session is entitled, Strategic Business and Vision Planning, Translating Vision into Strategy. A registration link can be found on the homepage of The Current, also known as our beloved department intranet. Are you wondering about the URL? Go to thecurrent.ucsd.edu. And now on with the show, let's see what Ryan Rose is up to. Angie, the floor is yours. Hello, everyone. This is Angie Liu, Project Manager, and I'm here with Ryan. And today we're going to be talking about transitions. Hi, Angie. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Appreciate you jumping on. Let's start with your name, title, and actually how long you've been at UCSD. Sure, yeah. My name is Ryan Rose. I'm the uh, Senior Information Systems Analyst on Academic Technology Innovation under Academic Technology Services, or for short, I'm the new Wade. <laughs> nice. I've been getting that a lot. The new Wade. Are you going to put that on your business card or not? Yes. The new Wade. <laughs> the new Wade. Exactly. You, are we even making business cards anymore? I feel like I've asked this someone before no right i'll put it in my github okay. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> sure right so how long i've been here i've been here a while i guess it depends on how you define it i started as a student in uh 2009 and then i was student staff starting in 2011 and then i started as full-time staff in 2014 so somewhere between eight and 13 years depending on how you want to define it we can call it 11 11 years <laughs> Nice. Take the average. Appreciate that. Yes. So 2009, huh? Yeah. Did you start school when you were 11? Because you're like, what, 21 now, right? <laughs> yes, I'm 21. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I was an early bloomer. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Ryan, um, what are you currently doing in ITS? Yeah, currently my uh, main focus is modernizing the I think it's 20, maybe 30-year-old code tech stack processes that essentially make sure students have access to the things that they should have access to in order to complete their coursework and have you know, a successful career here at UCSD. That could be their AD account, their email address, Canvas, lab access, I think door codes, and kind of any other resources related to their classes that they need. So right now we're trying to kind of get in compliance with all of the security stuff that's going around and do a little bit of process improvement along the way as we're doing that and really just position ourselves to be ready for uh, the new EIM stuff that's coming online uh, since that's going to really change everything. 
Yes. Yeah, I <laughs> You're not familiar at all. No, I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so then once we do that, we'll kind of hit pause and kind of look and see what the new landscape looks like and how we can best leverage EIM tools. Sounds exciting. I do have to give a shout out to Mr. Jonathan Whitman, who recommended you for this oh. interview. Oh, right? the volunteer in chief. No. <laughs> volunteer in chief. That is a great title. We should tell him about that. <laughs> you better listen. That's what we're saying, right? He's got to be your, <laughs> like, everyone's number one fan because he volunteered five people. Ah, see, we better see some thumbs ups on these podcasts. Yes, especially from him. I, I agree. So you talked about how you're currently working in ATS. So what has it been like transitioning from one area of ITS to the other? I believe you used to be in Jonathan Whitman's area. Is that correct? Yes, I was on the SRS team, specifically on the AAIS, the Academic Affairs Information Services team. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting transition. There's other transitions going on, which I believe we'll talk about later at the same time. So that made it doubly interesting, but... I think I was so embedded in my previous position, I had been doing it for, depending on how you count it, eight years, 10 years, something like that. And so kind of turning my brain off, getting that stuff out of my brain, but not all the way, and then absorbing all of this new information and established processes. I think that was probably a good challenge. I think it's also all the campus stuff is shifting at the same time, right? So it's kind of learning what the processes were recently what they are right now and what they're going to be in the very near future and kind of juggling all of that and trying to make sure everything makes sense. That was probably the trickiest part of the transition, hmm. along with just everything being new. <laughs> yes, that sounds like a good transition so far. So you were a student employee, huh? 2009 to 2013-ish or 2014? Yes. Okay, okay. Yes. But yeah. now... What do you, you, you work with student employees, huh? Tell us a little bit about that. Right now, I'm not directly working with any student employees, but on the AIS team, I was. Mm. Um, and that was a lot of fun. It had interesting challenges. One, students kind of have crazy schedules, right? So trying to be flexible with their working hours and make sure that, you know, they're a student first. And obviously we want them to be successful here. So how do we balance that with actually making progress on projects and work and tickets and all of that stuff? But also, I think maybe even a bigger challenge was kind of the tech stack that we were using. So getting someone that had experience with that or similar experience could be tricky. Um, they're not teaching PHP at UCSD these days, nor are they teaching Angular. So it's kind of a more modern piece of technology that, hmm. that we were using over there. So it was very, uh, I would say, rewarding to kind of get a student that started almost with very little to no experience with our technology stack and kind of teach them and see them, uh, you know, ask questions and not even just about the technology, but, you know, software engineering principles and how to write good code and some of the stuff that you don't necessarily learn in an academic setting. See them pick that up and see kind of everything click together. It's pretty awesome. And it's cool. Uh, you mentioned still being 21. I, I'm not 21 anymore. <laughs> and so they also, you know, keep you young. You get plugged in on, uh, you know, the latest lingo or, or even just the latest technology, something they're doing for fun. Uh, in their projects or for school or on their own. So I think the learning goes both ways. That's nice. That's nice. I'm sure it's very helpful that you have the perspective of being in a student employee too, right? As you're talking to them about whatever life throws at them, I'm sure it's nice for them that you have that background so that they can go to you for certain things. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it 
it helps to have that perspective when explaining things. And, you know, I kind of know, I'm sure it's changed in the last eight years or so what the <laughs> curriculum looked like, but I'm like, oh yeah, are you taking this class? Because if you're taking that class, these things that you're learning right here actually directly apply or the things you're going to learn in that class will soon apply to what you're doing here. It's an interesting uh, connection to make. That's great. That's great. Speaking of transitions, bum, bada, bum. You actually recently went through a very important transition. Please yeah. share with us what had happened. Yes, yeah, so my wife and I welcomed our first child. His name is Oliver, uh, Ollie, oh. in November. So that was right around the same time I was changing jobs. And so it was a very interesting transition all around. <laughs> so how was it? <laughs> right, You've got a new baby boy and also a new job. How was that transition? Yeah, I had two new bosses. I think Oliver is probably more demanding. It was tough. I was lucky enough that apparently I don't get sick that often. So I had a whole lot of sick time I was able to use to take time off and just adapt and spend time with Oliver. So that was really awesome. I think the big challenge was sleep. I learned that I do not like to be woken up in the middle of the night. Once I'm awake, it was fine. But the being woken up periodically was not was not fun. Um well, having uh, read and heard about some other uh, horror stories, I think we actually probably had it fairly easy overall, <laughs> but it, it was definitely a challenge. And so uh, luckily, I think my wife and I make a pretty good team and we were able to adapt. And uh, I don't know if it was something we did or if we just got lucky, but we kind of fell into a, a rhythm and a schedule with him. And he actually kind of started sleeping mostly through the night on his own. Wow. And yeah, that, that, was, <laughs> that was hard, <laughs> but it was good. I think he's still working on making me a morning person, though, because I'm still not. <laughs> How old is little Ollie now? He will be six months in just a couple of days. Well, wow. a couple of days from when we're recording this. <laughs> true uh, that, true that. I think we got super lucky with him, though. He's he's generally pretty happy. He laughs, he plays. There was a period where he had this grumpy witching hour from in the afternoon, which was terrible. There was no consoling him. Uh, but then we just kind of, we were living for the laughs or the smiles there. You get one, one smile after two hours of crying and we're like, oh, we forgive you. And it was very cute. And yeah, just sharing pictures. If anyone wants pictures, I can send them. (laughs) Oh, now, now everyone's going to be asking. I know. (laughs) It's okay. We know your email. What's little Ollie doing right now? As we're recording this podcast. Hopefully he's being quiet. He, he was just <laughs> eating as we were starting. So that will make him quiet. And then he's supposed to go down for his nap. He's, we've been trying to train him to put himself to sleep, which he has not liked too much, but he's getting better. Okay. Good to know. So Ryan, that's some crazy transitions happening with you. Yeah. Thanks for sharing this. Do you have any advice for those going through transitions, either professionally or personally? I think the first thing would probably be stick with it. Obviously, with kids, you're kind of stuck. <laughs> you're kind of stuck. You don't get much choice in that matter. But uh, at work, too, I think change is hard and you just have to give yourself time to adjust. And for myself, there's a lot of information to absorb. And there's kind of that period of, oh, no, what have I done? But then you fall into the rhythm and you pick it up and it all kind of works out. So I think stick with it is one big one. Ask questions. Again, with babies, you'll probably get more answers than you want. So be oh, careful on the internet Ollie's there. giving you answers. Oh, no, the like, internet, wow, yeah. Ollie's already telling you? <laughs> no, yeah, you'll, you'll get lots of opinions. So be careful with that one. But for work, I mean, obviously asking, asking why we do these things or what does that mean? It's not just for the answer there, but usually that answer leads to more questions and it just leads to deeper understanding. So I think that was super helpful. 
And I think probably the biggest one, especially for me right now, is just trying to figure out a way to kind of take care of yourself. I think lately Oliver's been loving to go outside and be in a stroller now that he can kind of sit up in the stroller. And so we try and go for like a 30 minute walk every day after work, which gives me time to kind of transition my brain from work to home and listen to an audiobook and then just get ready for bath time and bedtime and playtime and all that. So yeah, just try to take care of yourself. Great advice. Great advice. All right, Ryan. Well, thanks again for coming on the podcast. Appreciate the time and insight. You have anything else to share? I don't think so. But yeah, thank you for having me. And it was good chatting. Thank you. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.